Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Ryan Out Loud. We have, I, I need to really invest in, um, you know, when I, as the team, I'm a one-man show. So as the, as the platform grows, I really need to invest in adding one of those, ah, uh, you know, cheering, clapping, <laughs> but back to the program. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the one and only, the multi-talented, Mamiana, welcome, Mammy, welcome. <laughs> that was a little sound effect. What's going on? Ryan, what's going on, my brother? You know, I'm excited. This has been in my head for a while. And I said, oh, my God, I want Bambi on this show. And you've been mentioned a few times, like Fresh. Um, a, a couple others have mentioned. And I'm like, okay, this is, it's time. It's time. It's time. And then when I, you followed my podcast page and I was like, okay, we've been mutuals on Twitter for a while. So, you know, I'm like, would he do it? Would he, would he not? And let me correct my, your pronouns are he, him. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. Okay. So here we are. This is happening season five, but better late than never. Right. This is season five. You, I love it. It's a longevity for me. I'm trying. It's a long, it's well, longevity no, for me. It's not about me. We talking about you. So first of all, <laughs> Bambi, how are you? I'm feeling good, man. I, I mean, the life is life. You know, life should be happening, but I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying every day that goes by. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying these processes. Coming to interview, talk about my shit. Like this is. These are the things that I've been looking forward to. So I've been feeling good. I've been in good spirits. That's good. Because we're about, what, three? It's March or third month into 2023. It's, mm-hmm. Daylight savings has shifted, but then the weather has also just shifted because we were having spring weather before. What's that like, about? What's happening? <laughs> what is going on? Like, I can we get over this? Like, season, kick seasonal depression out the door. How how are you feeling now that you know spring is coming? You know, it's like I feel like it lifts a it adds a little razzle. Yeah, a little a little yeah. razzle dazzle pepper. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Honestly, like everything from like watching the trees. I mean, when we had our little phase of spring, you know, last week before the cold hit, I was watching the flowers bloom, the sun yeah. was out a little more. And I'm just like, this is needed. I feel like this is what this is. You know what I mean? I was talking to another friend of mine. There was another podcast, and I was like moving with the seasons. And because we're moving into this like warmer season, it's like more like comfortable season. I just like ideas are blossoming and projects are starting to come to fruition. Better mood, better headspace. So I'm enjoying like all of this like transitioning. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's 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 nice to see. So we're gonna jump into. I want you. So I'm gonna get into it. Hold on, I'm getting twisted with my words. So I feel like when I think of Mango Butter by Duran Benar, is that I'll come to mind? You come to mind, yes, because in your music and just in your, you know, from your Instagram, Twitter, like you channel such like the bad bitch energy, and I'm also that nigga, like. Ah. It's the mix of the masculine, you know, masculinity and effeminate, you know, like you blend it together, like just a bad bitch all around. Okay. And I have to give you uh, tings. 
to your face, that. although we are virtual, you know, virtually to your face, like, but let's go back to the humbling beginning. I, I appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Let's go back to the beginning. Give a, just tell the Ryan Out Loud listeners who you are, where you're from. Talk to us. Right, right, right. I'm, uh, you know, Bambiana is a rapper, singer, songwriter, producer, very artistic kind of alter ego kind of situation. Um, we'll be about four years in, five years in musically, six, actually. Um, you know, average everyday brother, boyfriend, bad bitch. <laughs> you know? Come on, I might have to put that in the description. I don't need to say anything else. Brother, boyfriend, bad bitch, artist. Ever, okay. You know, um, yeah, I mean, you know, born and raised South Jersey, North Philly. Um, yeah, I'm just here. I'm just here trying to, try, you know, trying to, trying to make it in it, trying to make it a household name, you know? And you, you are you in this household. So <laughs> it's funny you say New Jersey, because I was going to, I thought it was New Jersey, right? I, my mind yeah. went to New York. Okay. Like just Jersey, New York's right there. No offense. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah, you know, yeah. I get no, people yeah. when, you know, they say, oh my God, Philly. I'm like, no, Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> okay, but you know, like that's a whole that's a six hour trip for me. But um, it's not as close as people think it is. But um, let's talk about your influences because I'll I'll tell you what line stuck out to me, and I was like, hmm, it gives me. It, I'll tell you in a second, but tell me your influences. New uh, influences. Um, let's start. Let's see. Uh, musically. We would definitely say Drake had a lot to do with the way I rap. Nicki has a lot to do with the way I rap. Kim has a lot to do with the way I rap. Kanye has a lot to do with the way I rap. Um, in terms of the singing, I take a lot from Frank. Um, that's a big influence of mine. Yeah. Um, I think artistically, I took a lot, you know, and this is all during that age where I was really like soaking, soaking in like just like the musical aspects, like a lot of Rihanna. Um, yeah, some Kendrick, definitely Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, that whole very like, do you remember, I don't know, I don't, because I'm only asking, that around like the 2010s era 2009 2008 where you know these people were kind of like that's where a lot of my mixed with like a lot of like 90s r&b or like a lot yeah. of 90s music you know what i mean those yes. like these particular eras are like like bear like a lot of influence uh for me musically or like those artists in that in that in that region of like time yeah okay so it's yeah. funny you did say somebody that i took from you know, from your influences, I wrote in my notes, it was on drugs, which is on retrograde part one. Yeah. yeah. And it's, the line says, my shit is hardcore, Kimmy Blanco. Yeah. <laughs> I had to run it back because I was like, that is, you give me that, and I'm trying to think of a word, and I'm, I'm going to just say the <laughs> word that's coming to my mind, that sexy aggressiveness that little Kim brings to her music. 
especially in her yeah. earlier stuff. Yeah. Um, that stuck out. And then you even sent, like, you, what was it on? Okay. King Bitch. Okay. I had to go back. King Bitch. I'm on my notes. That's on Untitled, the first volume one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. See, I, I wrote my notes, but I'm uh, sometimes I can't even tell my own high, uh, right. But <laughs> and it it was it made sense to me, and I was just like, it gives me that that it oozes just enough sexiness, but also like you're gonna hear what the fuck I have to say, like how Little Kim had to make a statement as a female rapper in the late in the '90s, like I'm not just sexy, but I can rap niggas under the table. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what yeah. I, you know, that's kind of the vibe you you were giving me. Although Kendrick, the Kendrick influence kind of comes in at the end of Niggas B. And I was he like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He called it. <laughs> it literally like, I was just like, you had me niggas be line, you know, niggas be gay, cause you know, like I was just like, you know, flowing, and then in them last forty nine, you know, seconds, whatever, I was like, hold on, Bambi, hold on, hold up, like, you just switched it up on me real quick, like I was not expecting that, and I probably jumped uh, ahead. I wanted to get into all of that later on, but the thing about Ryan out loud, there's never no agenda. We just talk. It's a conversation. I don't like to look at it as an interview conversation with a friend so your influences what being young first of all let's go to the name okay what was has this always been bambiana make sure i'm saying it correct correct yeah yeah, yeah, for sure for sure what was when you sat down when you were like okay this is what i want to do which i'm sure Mm -hmm. music has all you know been in, in your life all your life right for for the most part, yeah. Most part? yeah. Okay. So what yeah. was the first name you came up with? So when I started do huh? Or had you you just always knew it was gonna be Bambiana? Honestly, no. It was it started as so when I started doing music, I didn't really I don't want to say I didn't have an identifier, I was just doing the music. Um, cause I was in a group, I was in a group for a short period of time in college and I was just, cause my name is Malcolm. So like, that's my, my government name. So I was, you know, going by Malcolm. Now being Bianca came from this space of, there was a short period of time where I stopped doing music and I would focus a little more on, mo- on moral modeling. And I took the name Bambi, uh, because a couple of my friends and my boyfriend started calling me that as a joke. Now around like. I want to say 2016, 17 is when I kind of started diving back into music on my own. So I was like, I don't want to be called Malcolm. So, you know, they were calling me Bam and they were calling me Bambi. I was like, the song Tatiana had been out for a little while. And I was like, what about Bambiana? Like, uh-huh. and then there's like, and then I'm a big, like, I'm a Navy kid. Like, you know, everybody have got their little hive. I'm a Navy girl. So I was just like, Rihanna, Bambi, it. It rolled off the tongue by accident, and I think it just stuck. And before I knew it, that was like, okay, this is what this is. So Bambiana kind of just like birthed, like by, you know, just on mistake, my mind just moving one day, like, who is this? Who is this kind of like? Uh, because it's it's me. when I rap and when I do music, it's me. But it also comes from this place of like, 
Sasha Fierce. You know what I mean? Like a, it's almost like an alter ego. You know what I mean? Or like a, I was telling somebody like a, this inner child, not inner child, but like this version of me that I always knew was in the back of my head. Hmm. But be, but through my music, I was able to kind of exemplify what I wanted it to look like. You know what I mean? As a kid looking at fucking Little Kim doing her thing on TV or watching Aaliyah, like these are like like bad bitches or like women or or even just artists in general who are like, I'm like, ooh, I want that. I like that. I I I want to do that. You know what I mean? Bambi yeah. was kind of like incarnated, I guess. Okay, that makes sense because I was one. I love the name. Like I said, like you said, it just rolls off. This, but I was like, I wonder if that was always his first choice. Like when you you sit down and say, "This is my. This is, you know, I want to do music for real, right? I want to yeah. do it seriously." So, what's my yeah. artist name? You know, like what's that going to sound like? And you say, "Yeah." So it went from Bambi to Bambiana real fast. Okay, but people still call you short, like Bam, like Bambi, right? Just Bam. Bambiana yeah. Yeah. is the name. That is the artist name. Okay, yeah. I love that. I love that. So maybe you. You were in a group. I did. I listened to, um, I do my research. Okay. And I listened to, um, shout out to Eric and hung up, uh, podcast out in Philly. <sighs> you, you went into a little bit of detail about your, about that group. Right. And yeah. what was that? I feel like being in a group is, is, it can be liberating. It can be fun, not liberating. I wanted to say it can be fun, but it also can be, you know, oh my God, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of my words. The creative freedom is, it lacks, right? Because you can want one thing, other group member could want one, another thing, and that can cause friction. And, you know, it's been a lot of downfalls of groups that have come before us. Yeah. What was that like for you at the moment? And when did you realize like, okay, this is something I want to do on my own? Because like, as you said, you Bambiana was not, was there, but it wasn't birthed or to the forefront right. yet, right? Absolutely. For sure, for sure, for sure. Honestly, to, to your point, in the beginning, it was super thrilling, super excited. Like these guys were my friends. I mean, complete transparency one of them was my boyfriend at the time so it was me my boyfriend at the time and a really good friend of ours um creatively it worked together very very well but I think as time went by like to your point I think artistically we wanted different things um and like in terms of like and I think we were going for like a different set um, it didn't really have and nothing to really do with like ego or nothing or nothing like that but it was more so like hey I want to do this well hey I want to do that and then there was this space where it was like we couldn't really come to like a medium ground and we were super young at the time we were fucking barely 21 so it was a lot of like well I want to do I mean I guess at the end of the day it was a little bit of ego but it's like hey I want to do this hey I want to do this and then it kind of started to disperse um, and that was around the time we started working on our second EP. So it was really cool in the beginning. Would I do whatever, ever, would I ever do it again? Maybe not. But it does make me, because I enjoy collaborating. You do. Like almost anybody, you ask me to jump on a track, I got you. Like <laughs> uh, Fresh asked me to jump on a track, I got you. Seven asked me to jump on a track, did it. You know what I mean? My boys obviously asked me to jump on the track. 
jumped right on it. So I get a, it's exciting working with other artists and being able to like kind of dip my like own style of like doing shit into somebody else's like creative process and, and, and seeing like, I love like that, like what that looks like as a finished product. Yeah. Um, but being in a group, nah. <laughs> no, uh, not at yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah. Understand. understand. That's, that's, I'm actually going into a group podcast soon, which will be announced on a later date. And it kind of gets me to the idea of like, oh, you've been doing this first on your own. Yeah. For so many, for about three years. And I'm like, how would that look with four other people? You know, so it makes me think on that aspect of like personalities and how, yeah. yeah. As long as as that shit flow though, sometimes it could be mad. Sometimes that shit make magic. And that's what I'm that is what I'm claiming. I go into everything I claim it. I put in good energy to it. So I'm going in with a a good mindset. So and I love that I love your statement about the group that make you know it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. And I I still fuck with both of them. I can curse, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I feel like I did already. <laughs> That's the fuck away. But I was like, I, I still fuck with both of them. And it's like, um, it, yeah, it just kind of just went, it just kind of went its own way. And I'm, now I, I'm hella happy where I'm at now. So I'm kind of, you know, happy things turned out the way they did. You should be. Like, you have been on a consistent grind since we followed each other, I think, at the beginning of the pandemic. Like, Thank you. And when that I mean a lot. say that again, that should mean that means a lot. Thank you. You listen, I be I pay attention, and I what I don't like is how cluttered the timeline, the algorithm can be, because I don't always see. But no, I listen. Ryan supports. I love you down. Like I really do. I respect you as an artist. Like you really take it to a whole nother level. Like I like from your photo shoots your music videos to how you rap. Like, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is niggas be like you literally, and I keep talking about it because you literally had me stuck. Like I was in a little, like, it was a wine, you know, like niggas be gay. <laughs> you know, like I was literally in a vibe. And then you, the like, you know, them, I was just like, oh man, be hold up, hold up. Get off my neck, okay? <laughs> so I want to dip into you as a as a person, right? As artist and a person. You are an independent artist. And sometimes what I've noticed and what I've had interactions with, you know, interviews with different independent artists, there's always the part of the burnout. Yeah. The burnout. How do you, what is something that you, when you feel it, right? Because I know I'm me. I can feel when it's coming. I can feel it. Like Ryan Allow was supposed to come back in January. And I was just like, no, I just came back from a vacation, you know, trying to catch up on life and everything. The burnout <laughs> is going to happen again. Although I am relaxed, was relaxed, yes. the burnout is coming. And I had to just really tell myself it'll be there. Ryan Allah will yeah. be there. Just take, pace yourself. Take some time. When you feel like a burnout is coming or you reach that point where you're just like, I have to, to take a break. But then there's also that 
other like it's like an angel and a devil on your shoulder right mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. that to be active right because i'm an independent mm -hmm. artist i don't have a big machine behind me i have to be active content 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 but then there's me you are like you said the brother the son the boyfriend the human right yeah so at some point you gotta like okay you gotta meet me in the middle yeah what does that feel? What is that like? What do you do to not reach the burnout? And if you have, what took you how long and what did it take for you to get back into that mindset to be Bambiana, the artist and not Malcolm or have a, a little bit of both? I mean, sorry, that was my sister. <laughs> um, honestly, it that active that this side that tell me to stay active be whooping my ass. Mm. Whooping my ass because I, I can be very hard on myself. So there's a lot of me that'll be like, even though I'm tired or my body's tired or my mind is tired, especially being an independent artist, sometimes a part of me that tells me that active can be a little overbearing. So it's like, I've really, especially in the past couple of years, I've been a lot more gentle with myself. Yeah. So that's been like my key word is like gentle because I can be such like a hard ass sometimes. Um if I find myself being like, I got to walk away from this for a bit. Like sometimes I spend, I literally will get up, you know, wash my ass, brush my teeth and jump right on my computer and start working on like, you know what I mean? Like music, like right to it. If I don't have, if I don't work my nine to five, that there is a, it's like, I have to implement other things like going for walks or, spending more time with my friends or spending time by myself that doesn't involve like working. Yeah. I, I It takes it shit. Sometimes it still takes some time, but I'm teaching myself to be more gentle with myself because I can't rush my idea of what my success look like. I really just have to, like you said, I got to claim my, I got to claim my shit and then I got to just allow it to manifest, you know what I mean? Or allow it to, to God to, to bestow it on me when it's ready. I can't, me jumping up and trying to do the do TikToks or trying to find the next hit song, like none of that. Being proactive about about those things is cool, but it's gonna happen when it's gonna happen. The people will catch on when they catch on. I, I, you know what I mean? My friend, my friend Kyle. <laughs> I was having a. I don't know if you know him, um, KP official. He has a, a Make yes. It a Moment podcast. Yes, he's a really yes. good. He's a really good friend of mine. Can we were talking about Nintendo video. Yes. Yes, I love, love you. I love, I love KP. He doesn't know who I am, but I, I, I really admire him. I love him down. Yeah, he's a very, very insightful guy, and he's like a big brother to me. He told me something along the lines of like, people aren't gonna, people are gonna catch on when they go when they're gonna catch on. But you got to remember, you're not new to this; they're new to you. Hmm. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all are new to me. I'm not new to this. Y'all are new to me. So sometimes I got to forget. That's why I'm like, I appreciate you saying me being consistent because I'm like, I work really hard on what I do. Yeah. I mean, I take the time to make my shit like. And like every day or the best that I can to my abilities when I can. So it's like. I can't undermine myself or allow because, you know, there's also this thing where we look at a, where I have this tendency. I look at what other people's successes and compare it to mine. Can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, I got to stand in my own shit. So it's really a certain amount of like, ba like balance, like be gentle with yourself, 
you know, tend to the things that you love outside of your music. Like you, like you said, your family, I'm a brother, I'm a boyfriend. Like I got to be conscious of like that realm of things. Cause that's where, that's my piece too. Yeah. So when shit gets hectic, I'm like, doo, doo, doo. you know what I mean? Bring it down a notch, stay away from the computer, refresh your mind, shit, go run the streets, have some fun a little bit. Yeah. And then get back to it. Get back to it. So that being said, when you are not, because you do everything, you produce, you write, you rap, you sing a little bit, you do it all. And you, your model, you're, you know, like you are, you're an artist, literally. What does a self-care day look like for not Bambiana, but Malcolm, the person? Mm, self-care day is definitely is definitely entails a little bit of outside time yeah maybe in the backyard i got a nice little park around my way um a blunt as a show <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> i was hoping you were going to say it i was hoping a blunt maybe two three <laughs> um if I don't have shit to do for that whole day, maybe add the third listen, one. Okay. So listen, you know, just <laughs> you know, just to take the little itch off. You and know. honestly, like just simple shit. Like, I mean, I don't watch too much TV. I listen to a lot of music. That's what I said. If I go outside, I listen to music, go in my backyard. Like me and my sister will go back there, we'll roll up. Like I'll um sometimes I won't even like write just to like write music, I'll journal. Like simple, simple, simple shit. Yeah. Simple stuff. In, I'll cook. You're in Jersey mm -hmm. right now, right? Right now, I'm in Atlanta. You're in Atlanta. Okay. I wasn't Atlanta. sure. Okay. 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 Yeah. Understood. Where them players play. I was just, well, no, I can't even say. I literally was there a year ago and I need to make my way back. It's been a long year. <laughs> I love it. I love I had a blast when I came to Atlanta last year. A blast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. It is a good time. It's, it's definitely new territory. I'm about a year, I'm about a solid year in now, a year and a couple you, months that I've been down here. Your boyfriend is in Atlanta, correct? My boyfriend lives back in back home in Philly. So okay. All right. Okay. And mm -hmm. he is shout out to your to like I love you guys. I really do. How you <laughs> guys are a collaborative, a team. That is your yeah. best or what did he say? You're his muse. You know, like you guys are a unit with people like single people like me th would hope to to be. Um, how big how big is that to have that support? Even when you guys are separate and together, yeah. how is that support that 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 healthy support for you? It definitely since I've been gone, um since we've since we've been, I mean, I don't want to say separated, but since he since I've left, I feel like the support has definitely like doubled because I'm in a new place, mm -hmm. um, and we are both without each other after mm -hmm. like six years. So there's a certain amount of like, I got to make sure you're good. You got to make sure I'm good. Yeah. So definitely, we definitely double down on like the support aspect. I just miss him. <laughs> I just miss. I'm a. I'm a big ass baby. Like I just miss my man. That's really it. And uh, but we. I mean, and I made this trip down here. And I'm. I mean, I made the decision to move down here to further my career. You know what I mean? And he was receptive to that. 
He's understanding to that. He has his own goals and accomplishments that he wants to pursue. We're both artists. So it's like, Yes. We allow each other that space to grow as artists while still maintaining like a relationship. Cause it's like I'm not about to stifle you and you're damn straight about to stifle me. So we have done such a I'm really proud of us. And we've done such a good job at like making that work like because we respect each other's work so much. Yeah. And we become such a part of each other's craft. You know what I mean? You are so team. is it yeah. So that's my that's Goals, come on. Couple <laughs> goals. I love that. I really do. That's a big homie. I love that. So let me. We're gonna come back. We're gonna take a real quick break, okay? And when we come back, we're going to jump into, like I say, we're gonna discuss your projects, inspiration, <sighs> and then we're gonna play a little game called this or that. And then and we'll be back, y'all. Stay on the line, stay whole, right out loud. We'll be right back. Okay, so we are back with Bambiana. I think I told you I'm gonna maybe I can add it in on a on a later date, but you know, <laughs> right now I was just gonna do it ourselves. We're gonna do it ourselves. So first of all, before I, I'm gonna start from the very beginning, but can we talk about your project that's coming? Yeah, for sure. Change the title. Of my of my project, upcoming project. Oh, his fall to earth. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, we 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 now nah, we end it. Okay, because I because <laughs> I was wondering because like I did the submission. You know, it was that was easy for me to keep track because I always talk to so many artists that are you know that are hey I want to be on a podcast, but yeah. when I sent you the information, I was like I want you on this season and. I'm reading it and I was like, oh, he got something new coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not here yet. Also, which I'm putting in the air that you will come back when it's out, right? You'll see me. Period. We'll Absolutely. talk about that on a later Absolutely. day. So we're going to start from the very beginning with Loverboy. Is that the first, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. One point for me. So was it released? I have two dates. Was it released on Spotify? SoundCloud first in 2019 and then correct on all streamings in 2020. Correct. Okay. Okay. So with the my favorite song from that uh project is the title track Loverboy. Cause I that was literally, you know, that had me stuck before I listened to Niggas B, but you how you switch it up. You gave us the vocals. How much, what was the influence in which I love? You have some of the best cover art I've ever seen from an artist. <laughs> Thank you. Literally, <laughs> it's so creative. If I was, Ryan Allow, if Ryan was an artist, if I was, a, I would want to, 
I would literally jock your style. <laughs> <laughs> or attempt because nobody can do you. Okay. First off, let's, let's be clear. But what was that like for you? That first, that was when you came, you, you were in school, right? You were, yeah. you took a break after the, you know, the group fell apart, broke up. You, what was that initial like saying, okay, I want to jump back into music. I have created this, who I am, this Bambiana has worked its way, has manifested its way. It is, it is who I am. Yeah. Let's do Lover Boy. What is that creative process for you like? Because you do everything. You write, you produce, you sing, you rap. How does that, how long did that take for you? Loverboy took a little while um, that I had to reintroduce myself back kind of into um, kind of making my own beats, orchestrating my own kind of sound where my voice was at the time. I was like, uh, let's work. <laughs> let's work on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I was a little rusty with the pen. I was like, all right, let's work on that. So it took a little while, but I was very inspired um lover boy in particular was the song so mariah carey has this one song called baby doll mm -hmm. from her butterfly album yes i originally yes. lover boy i originally sang over that instrumental uh -huh. to, to baby doll by mariah carey because i i love that album that's my favorite album so i was listening to the song and it inspired me to kind of write lover boy but that version is not on your soundcloud is it nah it's okay. not Okay. Isn't I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, wait, hold on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a that's how it originally started. Now, when I redid the track, I was recording with this guy in Philly named Phil at the time, um, who was helping me record the project. He helped me vocal, he helped me produce some of the vocals, like the background ad libs, and he created the um he created the instrumental. Oh dope. Um, so I just sang it over. Yeah, he hooked my shit up. So he the song kind of blossomed in that way. Um, but the whole project, I kind of had this like, you know, very like bubblegum pop. I was going to say it's giving kinda... like from the cover art, it's giving yeah. pop, you know, iconic bubble, you know, like that, <laughs> that early 2000s feel. Yeah. Yeah. I was in, I was, I was feeling it. I had made a couple mood boards. I was just really, I get these like phases where, and I'm in one of these now where I'm in this creative space where something hits me and something inspires me. And I kind of just like harp on it. I'm a, I'm a Scorpio, so I can get a little bit obsessive. So I'll like harp on this, like Scorpio. brothers, Scorpio. brothers here. When, when's your birthday? Sorry. Look off track. When's your birthday? Sorry. November 16th. Okay. I'm October 24th. I'm on the cusp. Okay. But okay. A brother. But, I knew <laughs> we, we clicked. We see each we other. We see each other. That's it. But okay, yeah, this episode yeah. might have to be called Scorpio Brothers. No, it's I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> I stand. I stand. Not I to, stand. Not to but, cut you off. My apologies. No, no, you're fine. But um it I was I get inspired when I fall in these like spurts of like inspiration, I kind of just dive into it. So when I found my inspiration for Loverboy, I kind of just dove in it. And that was around the time um Mark started helping me uh conceptualized because I was already taking hella photos from him at that time because he was using me for a lot of his projects so I was like hey like I had this idea he was really excited about it so we put together this mood board and then 
once I got all the songs done, that was it. I kind of just like, boom, 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 boom. I just kind of, and then I didn't have like a team or anything. So I'm just like, okay, how should I roll this out? How should I do this? So I really just, I won it on some G shit. Like, I'm going to just put it out. I'm going to roll it out. Had the video. It was, it was, and I had a lot of anxiety because I hadn't put anything out in such a long time. It's kind of like a um, reintroduction, right? Reintroduction, yeah. The feedback was fire. Um, but uh, it definitely was like, it was, it took a minute. It took a second to kind of fall back into like my groove. Understood. Especially recreating as it's like being beyond a character and honing in on that. Understood. So then we follow up. That was 2019-2020. So then Retrograde Part 1 follows up in 2021, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So at this point, you, we are in a pandemic right mm. is that where retrograde how did how did that the pandemic hit different i feel like for artists yeah um, it was a way it was literally like a i i call it the pro i call it the pros and the cons of the pan pandemic the mm -hmm. pros was the the constantly being at home and if you like you do everything yeah you, you had time you know, yeah. you work from home. I don't know how to, you know, like you had a lot of creative time. Mm -hmm. And then there was the cons. It's like, damn, I could be out performing or popping up here or mm -hmm. doing this, you know, jumping city to city, you know, like however that may look, that was mm -hmm. like the con. Cause I think an artist, like, you know, I had so many concerts lined. No, I had a, one con, two concerts lined up. And I think about it from that aspect, how disappointed I was. But yeah. I'm like, fuck, that's how, you know, think about the artist. That's how, that's how you make the money. Right. Touring, honestly. Exactly. So exactly. birthing retrograde, retrograde, the creative process of that coming into, you know, like this, we were in a state of worry, you know, yeah. at that time. How did you process that the anxiety because you're a Scorpio I know you have a lot of tabs in your head open okay <laughs> I know it you don't have to tell me I know it because I'm a Scorpio and I get it I have 50 <laughs> tabs right now okay <laughs> you ain't lying <laughs> okay talk me through that and you can even jump into and I'll say so drugs is my favorite sorry yeah, I told you my line. It was like, you know, you yeah, said, yeah. my shit is hardcore. <laughs> you know, I'm repeating myself a lot, but I was just like, talk your fucking shit. Like, you know, yeah. so yeah. talk me through that. So during that time, during that time, I mean, in terms of the pandemic, yes, there was like, especially in terms of like the world, I feel like my anxiety was just like a reflection of what was just going on, like with the fucking world. Like everybody was just like, what is going on, you know? But at the same time, I had so much fucking because my job had closed down and we was getting them a uh, little check, them little government checks. It was getting it. So I was on some like, bitch, I'm about to get some music equipment. I'm about to get some uh, fucking uh, I literally built me and my boyfriend literally built a studio in his office and he moved his shit like up to the front room like he I accumulated. I was just provided so much time to like cultivate like ideas. It was a little overwhelming at times. Cause I'm just like, I got so much fucking free time, but 
I felt like I utilized it because I was able to birth. That's how I was able to birth so much content. Um, I was just doing mixtapes. I was sampling songs. I was listening to stuff. I was working on creating beats. Like I literally would get up every day, fucking brush my teeth and like get some cereal and get right to it. Like I was excited. I was excited about how much time I had. And then the way retrograde, the first part came about, I had done a, me and my sister were doing a shit ton of like song sampling from like 90 songs. So drugs, TLC, SWV, Biggie Small. Like we were just like sampling, but we were just taking tracks from songs and just throwing verses over top of them. Um, and before I knew it, I had like a really good amount and I was like, I want to make something out of this. And at the same time, and stuff over them, I was just boom, 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 back and forth, back and forth. So it came about. So that's how drugs came about. That's how um, I Hate You So Much Right Now came about. Um, and these are songs I would record at home. And then I found a studio. Once things kind of calmed down a little bit, I found a studio in Jersey. And I would start recording. And then from there, it kind of just like, boom, 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 boom. Look, can we, let's talk about the artwork. Okay. The cover art. <laughs> that's the one, that's the body. Like, the body. Like, damn <laughs> I got to start doing, I got to fast tomorrow to be snatched like that. Like it just <laughs> gives everything it needs to give. Like I'm repeating myself again, but you literally, you, when it comes to the cover art, nobody's seeing you. I appreciate you. It's independent artist, you. artist realm. Like, no, like period. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that. and I, and that's mostly, and that's all Mark too. Like I'll bring him, I'll send this motherfucker because I can make a like little, you know, you make your little mood boards, you have a couple pictures, you yeah. want some references and he creates this whole like universe around it. Like that motherfucker's talented. So a lot of the, I mean, I appreciate it. A lot of the praise goes to, a lot of the praise goes to him though because he, the way he takes stuff and kind of just makes it his own is like, I ain't never seen no shit like that before. So I definitely always give kudos to him when it comes to like the creative aspect of like what I do because he's he's who I always go to. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like my my extra eyes. I'm looking so, at your work now, like I mean nobody can see this, but it's like, come on. <laughs> come to like come on, phone. Don't want to cooperate. Like, come the fuck on. <laughs> Everything. Like when I when I shout out to your boyfriend Mark, like Mark my style. That's his that you can you Everybody, if you have a timeline that is curated for black, gay, black, yes. culture, you will see Mark My Style. I've seen it. I retweet it. I am manifesting that when I have the budget, that he does something <laughs> for Ryan Out Loud or whatever. I don't, I don't we're, know. We're, we're Ryan Out Loud fans in this household. So, so absolutely. That is, oh my God. I stand y'all. So that is, thank you. That, that makes my day. We so, do. Like when yeah, I have do. the Ryan Out Loud budget for it, like when as Ryan Out Loud grows, like Mark will be. Is <laughs> he you hitting the line? <laughs> like, listen, if he's not booked and busy, which he is constantly, that's the he first person I would go to. The first person. Like you guys just, I love it. You guys are a dream team. And the fact that you're both creatives, you guys get it. You get it. Thank Back you. on track. <laughs> continue i'm sorry i'm 
I can go off track all the time. Just shut me up. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, but yeah, that's honestly the whole retrograde. And I don't know, like I said, I had this spurt of inspiration. Um, I don't know what the hell was going through my head at the time. I was just visually like stimulated. I was looking at a lot of photos, a lot of Tumblr, creating a lot of mood boards, and I kind of just kind of built. You still use Tumblr? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I... a Tumblr kid. I yeah. I I was real heavy in college. Yeah. Um, even Damn. now, I still jump on like no oh. shade. Like if I, I need a little, on. I need a little, yeah, a little. If I need to look for something in particular, but I, between the music and I was just trying to correlate, like, okay, what does this sound like, or what does this look like? I mean, what does I have these sounds and I have these songs, but what does it look like visually, or what is what is you know what I mean? So. Yeah. It was just, and like I said, I had so much time on my hands with the pandemic going on. I really, that's why it's a part one, a retrograde part one, and then retrograde part two, because I was like, well, for one, I couldn't, I could, you know, obviously I can't stream the sample music because I ain't trying to get sued, uh, but it, it, it made, I was like, the music's too good. So I'm going to put this on SoundCloud where it's free. Everyone could still hear it. And then I'll make a second version with all my original content. So that's where retrograde part two comes in. So did you do a lot of like all of the songs that we hear on Retrograde Part 2? They were all created in that first process of Retrograde. Like you did a lot of both one and two. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And kind of just like, I'll put this here. I'll put this here. I'll put this here. Because it was all just Retrograde. So it was, what is there, six songs? And then I think it's like six and six or something like that. I had at least like 20 songs. And I was wow. just like, okay, I'll put this here. I'll put this here. I'll put this here. I'll put this here. How and I feel like I've I ask this question a lot to a lot of my guests that are artists. Initially, like how do you like you want it to be cohesive and which your projects are very cohesive? That is where I would have to have you have to like curate your own team, you know, like you have to, or yeah. maybe just do it yourself. Maybe you feel safer doing it yourself, but I would have to curate a team where I'm like, okay, I have 20 songs, but I need to do, I you know, I only want to do six on this project. Like how, yeah. how does that work for you? What is that process for you? Like the thing that makes it the easiest, I would say is like storytelling. I feel like for any artist, once you have a story to tell, everything else kind of falls in line. Hmm you find, uh, okay, this is my story or this is my tale or this is like my vision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it started with the name. Like, so I'm like, okay, I like the name Retrograde. And I think it was around like Time Mercury was in Retrograde. It was like this whole like back, this whole funny backstory I had to like around a name. Um, But once I had the storyline or I had like the vision, it made it a little bit easier how I wanted to correlate the songs. Because I don't know, I'm a sucker for like, like my favorite artists or people who I look to for inspiration are like really good at like visually stimulating or like telling the story or creating like a body of work. Like Renaissance is like a fucking body of work. Like Anti is like a body of work. Like My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye, like that's a whole body of work. Channel Orange is like a body of work. Like you know what I mean? From start to finish, you see where you see what you're getting and you hear what you're getting. And it's all like, you know what I mean? So I take a lot of I I soak in a lot of that. Like, I love telling stories and I love like 
given like visual like smorgasbords you know and I, I, if that yeah. makes sense like yeah. i like my shit like i don't like it just to be like okay here's this like i want to give motherfuckers like bodies of work like or just like full thread content like i don't want nothing like kind of diluted or you know what i mean i do i don't mind shit being yeah, it a, little, a little bit and i just enjoy the artistry of it like it's getting like go big or go home i don't mind simplicity sometimes like sometimes simple can be more effective but i don't know i enjoyed like the intricacies of like creating and like the little details and shit like that like that's what makes all the difference for me so i think when i be jumping into like coordinating songs or trying to create a track list or something like that like what's my story yeah yeah so when we and so on retrograde part two my favorites are mr nintendo and niggas b i like that oh my god i get titles i get names wrong in a heartbeat so forgive me <laughs> no, you're fine. i'm quick to forget a name and i'll say it wrong but i want to say it right retrograde <laughs> the ep boom daddy wanna like it just those are my top three i was trying yeah. to pick a song from and then you did a visual for mr nintendo can we mm -hmm. talk about your visuals like perfection like it, it's chef kiss to your visuals and come on budget <laughs> <laughs> for we got one okay like as an independent artist like what a lot of like people like when I, I tell people that I host a podcast that is targeted for in, black queer independent artists and mm -hmm. so I you know curated my playlist that features you seventy Mendino, Warren, Fresh like it, I have a lot of you guys all the fellas, yeah yeah you know like it's curated and I tell them I'm like listen you know people make a face like independent and I'm like hold on like literally you guys they the gays all all of these you know no disrespect yeah. uh, pronoun. <laughs> are the blueprints for the mainstream artists, unfortunately. Unfortunately, because no, no they, have, they see your shit on no social no media. And they're like, oh shit, you know, let me bring this back to my team and my label that backs me up. We yeah. have a budget for that. Like you guys are so consistent. And that's why I consistently will continue to be a platform for you guys because you deserve, you guys deserve, but your video for Mr. Nintendo with KP as the, as the male lead, like it was simple, artistic and beautiful. Thank you. You guys look gorgeous, like absolutely gorgeous in that video. And that's not, that was not your, what was your first video? My first, first video my first first video was for Lover Boy. I shot that. Okay. Me and Vince shot that. It was like a very pink, like undertone, simple in the house, kind of um, kind of ordeal. Very 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 like simple. It's on YouTube, but that was like in terms of like being beyond it. That was like yeah, that was the first one. That was the first one, and then I want to say, I want to say, Mister Nintendo was after that. But I know once it once it gets into the pandemic, like I was, it gets a little obscured. But I think Missing Nintendo is next. I love that video. So then we jump into 
there is the untitled, right? Because so I feel like you have to, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sound and I get it, SoundCloud is the platform for you to be your true, not saying, not saying you're not your true authentic self, but to be mm-hmm. free. Let me rephrase that, to be a little bit more free, freestyle mm-hmm. and have fun and you can use the samples on there. And you yeah. have Untitled and you have Untitled 2, Volume 2, and then most recently, Untitled 3. Is How is that for you creatively? Like, I feel like sometimes when you're releasing a cohesive project, right? Not saying your Untitles are also cohesive, right? But more freely. Let me... Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But for sure. when you're doing something that you are making your money and you know you have you want to pro you're profiting from because you deserve every coin it's a little mm-hmm. more structured mm-hmm. you have to you probably or i feel like you might be a little bit more like as a strict parent like okay this is how i have to do this yeah so soundcloud is a little bit more less ten- is a is less tense is a little bit more free right am, yeah. am i wrong or am i right to an extent absolutely especially okay. in terms of like like you said, structure. Um, because like I said, when it comes to like, I mean, don't get me wrong, my mixtapes are still my shit, but it's when I'm presenting something that I know has to go to like streaming or that, you know, public or SSC or I have to send to journalists or PR teams or whatever, like it definitely has to fit. You know what I mean? Because at the yeah. end of the day, as an artist, you gotta, you know what I mean? You gotta kind of work the finesse with the mixtapes is it's, I still want it to be right and I still want it to be like the best it could possibly be but I it comes from a more fun innocent like kind of creative kind of space because for one the sampling like I don't have to worry about nobody like coming from my neck in terms of like right. using their content you know what I mean like there's a lot a lot of sampling which also I do as like a tool, like a creative tool for myself to kind of, to kind of just like play around with my pen, like enhance my pen, you know what I mean? Or enhance my, my creative quality. Yeah. So that's, that's partially what the mixtapes for, for, are for. And then definitely really just to keep, keep my, that's a way of keeping myself consistent, you know, because I always, I'll use music that has came out frequently, like on title three, plastic off the sofa, I did plastic off the sofa. So it was like, if I hear something and I'm like, oh, I like this, I feel like I can hear me on it, I'll jump right on it. I'll find an instrumental if I can. And then I was like, okay, what do I hear? I'll start playing around and then boom, I got my I got my track. Um and over time, like they just kind of just became their own like little little pieces of work. Um you dropped both this under- time was a huh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. No, you're fine. I was going to say the the last untitled was, I don't want to say it was a little more stressful, but I was a little more like thought thought driven, especially because I was collaborating a lot more um, like with Dame and Fresh. So it was a lot more structured. And I think I'm just picking up like stuff from, I don't know, I guess there's a technical side to this shit and then there's yeah. a creative side. Yeah. The technical side, I feel like I'm, I'm adhering to a lot more because I want to evolve my work i want to evolve my craft and i want to elevate my craft and i want to elevate my brand so i'm really paying attention to like the more technical aspect of things and how to like push my shit so that it's like 
legitimate, continuously legitimate, you know? Understood. And I like, I saw for Untitled, I have King Bitch and as my favorite, because you just, that's the first one on Untitled. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Pick it off with just that tone, with that aggressiveness that I love. Like, it's aggressive, Mm -hmm. and it's like, you have me, you have my attention. And I love how you keep it, keep your songs to the point, and then it's like, oh, I'm already, the project's done? Like, what's, what, like, hold on, what's going (laughs) on? And I know then, they're a little short. I know they're a little short. No, and that's that is <laughs> that is fine. Like I love when it's like because that makes me want that I want more. You know, like as a as sure. a fan, I'm like you know, okay, baby, come on, where what's <laughs> come on, where's, where's the rest? That where's part two? Where's part four? Part five? You know, um, that that For gets sure. keeps me like wanting more, and which also I have to be mindful to artists and I, I say this a lot on the podcast because you know when I harass my you know faves or you know I ask you guys like hey you want to come on a po- podcast you want to talk about something you have something coming up and I got to be mindful because it's like okay the music that you got that we when I say you guys we are listening to that we are healing or having fun you know, there's a story on your end, you know, like there is mm. a story. It's something you had to get through. So mm. I have to be mindful when I'm like, where's the album? Where's the new music? Like you yeah. are a human and, yeah. you know, you have to go through things to be able to maybe deliver. But then, like you said, there's sometimes yeah. you just want to have fun. Like you do with all, you know, your untitled volume one, two, and three. Which yeah. I, love I absolutely love that. Mm. So most recently you jumped into you release Untitled 3. And mm-hmm. what I, did I say Wild Slide for volume two, right? I, let me go. You back. like Wild Slide? I like, I love it. You literally, like there's no beat that you cannot rap or even hit a note, you know, <sighs> sing on. Like, I'm not even like, <laughs> I am going to, I am going to hype, like talk your shit, okay? Talk your shit, like <laughs> you cannot do uh, you got me you blushing. Like do anything burger. when it comes to music, modeling, all of it. You were just, anyways. I, <laughs> I hate you. Okay. <laughs> I hate I'm you. joking. I love you down, actually. <laughs> so, what I love about Untitled Three, which you've done on, you you've sampled you sampled in previous with volume, you know, Untitled One and Two. But what I love about Untitled 3 is how it's a little bit more, um, it's almost like a homage, almost, right? Mm-hmm. You name mm-hmm. these song, your free, your free, your, these songs, these freestyles after the artist. Yeah. That is, to me, that's brilliant. Like, I've heard, you know, you hear, like, it makes me think of Alicia Keys and Jill Scott when she did the Jill song, you know, like it. Yeah. But, you know, it makes me think of stuff like that. And I I had a I have a thing where I used to write um video treatments for songs, okay? Mm. Don't ask. I don't know. I used to get bored <laughs> in high school and college like me and Beyoncé have to have a conversation about some videos that she did not release. Yeah. But you know, um so in my as I was listening to the Beyoncé track, okay? Mm. A video 
although I know, you know, it's one off of, you know, it's the instrumental to plastic off the sofa. You know, I know with Renaissance, I know, I don't yes. know, understand the legal part of all of that. You know, I know that could never be. Yes. But I see a video for that. A right? video? I do. Just a, it's nothing. It doesn't even have to be nothing. You don't even have to like, you know, like, what is it? Lip sync the part, you know, like it's your voice yeah. but like when you're doing a music video, you know, like. It could just be a a collage of a black and white video of you and your your yo man, okay? Like it yeah. just gives very much on the couch, you know, just a day in the life of Mark and Bambi, you know, like it I'm just living. that's literally what I visioned when I you know heard the song and I was like, oh my god, that would be absolutely adorable, like adorable. Yes. All right, so when I fly out, you're going to direct it? Listen, <laughs> I, you know, I've been stepping into, aside from the podcast, I've been stepping into my creative directing thing. Listen, with some Everybody has their artists. little touch. You know, everybody with, got their little touch. Listen, I always say, if any way I can be an asset, help, a resource, whatever, Ryan allows, Ryan Lewis, the individual is down, okay? Listen. I'm with it because that's that's fire. That's fire. And I know I didn't uh I mean I've kind of I've been I've been promoting it, but I'm still like we're still like in the works of like promoting it. But I did shoot one visual uh for the mixtape. Um the song glow that I have with Dame. Okay. Uh we have a video, we have a music. I can't wait for that because you slid on that one as well. You definitely slid on that one. Now, very, very soon. Okay. Very, very soon. Okay. I can't wait to hear that. I can't wait to see that. See that. Yeah. So what I want to say is, because we're gonna we're gonna take it because we could talk all day, all night, but I'm gonna take <laughs> before I take this little break and then we jump into the game. It's a real quick game. Um, mm -hmm. you my, another favor of mine on Untitled Three is Meg with Fresh. What I love about you guys collaborating together, because you were also on this most recent project, I love how you guys channel each other. And when I mean, yeah. maybe I should think of a different word, but like, I listened to Meg and I was like, hold on, fresh? Hold yep. on. You know, yep. he keeps it really smooth. You yep. pay attention to his lyrics as well as you do with your music. But when y'all got together, it was just like dynamite. Yeah, I'm not it, gonna lie. That man brings something out. He brings something out of me creatively that, like, I've encountered like other collaborations, but it always is different with with Fresh. It always is different with Fresh. You know, I'm just going to toss this out here, okay? If y'all ever decide to do a collab album, <laughs> we've talked about it. And Let's he is, know. and he, and he is on the upcoming album. Is he? I can't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love it. Just know. Oh, I will. T I just talked. I text with him today, and I, I text with with Fresh, and I was like, "Spoiler alert! Bambi's on the show." You know, like I, he was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to." You know, I love him down. Um, yeah. I would love to hear that. Like uh, you guys going back and forth on a track because y'all really bring the best 
out of each other, in my opinion. That's that's I love that's that. My, I know they can't see that, but this is me doing this. We we like this. Because like I that's like my, a lot of your collab y'all's collaboration. I love your collaborations, like spaceship on the last Cienica. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, my boys Avi. Yeah. They're my Jersey boys. They're my Jersey boys right oh, there. My. God, that was just a sexy ass song. Thank you. Was, I love, I love all of your like. Even when you you're on the Man Eater, you're on Man Eater. That, oh yeah, with, with seven. With seven yeah. That gives me like the black gay version of Monster. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I live. Just I live. like it was just like ah ah like it was yeah. just crazy. Like I love that track crazy how big and what i'm what i'm rounding this my long exaggerated conversation what i'm getting to is you are a supporter and not only are you an artist but you are a supporter like your your timeline is filled with love and support to other uh black queer you know creatives as well and as well as, you know, like putting, promoting your stuff. How big is that? Because I feel like, you know, it might seem like, you know, oh, this person is, you know, especially in the rap, black gay rap scene, like, right. Mike, you know, it's like seven deep, like Mendino, fresh, you know, you, Bambi, like you guys, and I'm probably, I am, please, please don't, don't attack me because I know I'm missing some greats. <laughs> that category but you it's got a lot of it's a lot of us it's a lot and you guys are all amazing and i want everyone on my podcast okay but it's like <laughs> there's a lane for everybody mm -hmm. but how big is being a support being supportive and collaborating and building a i call it a, a friend from the friend zone calls it an ecosystem like how is that mm -hmm. important in our community because they you know let's be honest they tried like they try to put us against each other, not just as, you know, I'm not an artist, but I am a creative. Mm -hmm. They try to like, you know, even on the timeline, it's just like always like it feels so competitive. How do you find yeah. it? What is support like that for you? It, it, I'll say this. There's a certain amount of like alignment like that's the word I'll use. There's a certain amount of alignment between me and I don't know if this God, the universe, whoever's up there, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I've come to the realization that not everyone is going to have, like, regardless. And I know it's like, you know, you always focus on, we always focus on the positive over here, but not everybody's going to have your best interests at heart. And not everybody's going to be a fan of what you do. I have come to the realization, like, even though people may be a part of my community and they be a part of the same like field I'm in, they may not fuck with me. Reason. So my attention now like often gravitates towards, okay, let's not focus on why X, Y, Z or why these certain amount of people like aren't supporting me. And let's focus my attention on, the people who are supporting me, like, consistently, let's give them a fucking show. Mm. Like, let's give them, like, everything, you know? And it was a hard pill for me to digest because when I started, I wanted 
I did I felt like I did such a good job at like embrace like all of my peers mm-hmm. um publicly and consistently and then sometimes I would feel like I fell short because I didn't receive it back. Mm. And where I fucked up is I had the expectation that anybody was obligated to do anything for me in terms of like, you know what I mean? Because it's like the people are going to, and when I say the people, like the public, the public is going to gravitate towards what we do as creatives when they want to on their own time. Because I do it to other artists. Sometimes an artist will be out, I'll be honest, I use Megan Thee Stallion, for example. I love Megan. But when Megan came out at the time, because I'm like a Lokia Barb, I was not checking. I was like, I don't want to listen to her. I was like, I didn't want to listen to City Girls. I didn't want to listen to, but I it was. I had to allow myself to like. I have to allow myself to digest artists and like things on my own time. Yeah. And I got to give people yeah. that same grace when it comes to my music because I'm like, maybe they just don't get it right now. You know what I mean? And if and I have to be like okay with that. So when it comes to the support shit, like with my peers, I'm like, either they gonna fuck with it or they not. You know what I mean? And I yeah. gotta be okay with with that and focusing my attention like okay this is my audience these are my this is my fan base these are my peers this is let me focus my attention on catering to that because if I don't I felt like I was driving myself crazy trying to like figure out how to please you know what I mean yes like motherfuckers who aren't paying me any mind so now I'm at the point where it's like bitch I'm here like and I ain't going nowhere and I and and a lot of bitches can't touch it. So talk this shit. Can't touch it with a 10 foot pole. So <laughs> period. So I just so I just so I live so I just live in mine. Like that's why when it comes to like like people reaching like you reaching out to me for like the podcast and like anytime I feel like I've been given these opportunities to like speak on my behalf or like tell my story, I'm just like, I fuck with that and I fuck with y'all for giving me like the space to do something like this. Cause I'm like that's what that's the this is what I want to like pour into you know what I mean this is how I want to you know what I mean these are the relationships that I want since like season when I revamped the podcast and focused more on black career creatives I was like Hmm. do it would he do it what and wouldn't at any point and then season I wanted you on season four last season but I was literally booked solid so when you know you Period. followed me and i was like you was booked and busy last season you had the girl you had you had the you had the girls lined up i you know I seen. like i i seen like, i seen i seen, <laughs> I seen. and it went to duran and i was just like mm-hmm. oh my god and then people morpheus kept- and them i was like it's lit yeah i yeah. said it's ryan i said it's lit so I- listen I'm trying yes. to create an ecosystem here, you know, like I want you to know that this platform is always open and welcome to you. Like Fresh, she'll text me like, hey, what you think about, you know, like, yeah, no, I am. I'm that person. I am, you know, and what I hate about the out the timeline is the algorithm is I don't see a lot of things a lot of times. And as yeah, much it's as that too. On the timeline, I'm always tweeting constantly, but it's like there's a lot of things I miss and I hate that. Yeah. I really yeah. do. like how did I not know you were a Scorpio? Like we are on the same timeline, but I <laughs> it just it the timeline the timeline definitely does its own thing. I think and it's it kills me too. It's you said what? It's time for me to curate. I think, you know, this just inspired me to curate 
my rhyme out loud timeline for my artists, my friends, you guys that are artists. You know what? Thank you. There you go. <laughs> That's a there project for tomorrow. So we're we're gonna be right back because I want to play a real quick this or that game, and then we're gonna right. talk about what's next. Okay. So we're gonna Period. be right back. Okay. BRB. So we're back, okay? We are back with the fancy boy himself. <laughs> okay, Bambiana is here. It's been a amazing. Thank you for coming on. Let me just say, oh, man. this is an amazing pleasure. conversation. Absolutely. Getting to know you deep dive, you know, jumping into your projects individually, like you know, I'm getting my life. Thank you for coming on. Like you literally made my, you know, made my day. So we're going to jump into this game called This or That. So let me just explain. This is a new thing I'm testing out on this season of Brian Aloud. I played, I think I did it a little bit last season, but I'm really trying to roll it out um, and do content. Like I was telling you before I hit record, new content on TikTok because I want people to get exposed to Ryan Aloud and artists like you and you know, other guests I've had on the show. So I'm going to shoot a name of an artist, probably both okay. projects, you know, different eras, whatever. Might be a song, might be albums. Okay. But I have, I only for this, because I'm testing it out and I'm going to see how this flows. Yeah. Okay. okay. So let's start this or that. So. And it's funny that I this is the first one I wrote, not with not realizing that as one of your, you know, who you named at the you know beginning of the in the beginning of our episode. Um, so I have it just simply the first question, mm. first this or that. Mixtape Drake or album Drake. And I only I specifically mm. did it because you know it makes me think of like I know I've had conversations with other friends or people colleagues when i talked about the weekend how the pe how people cannot stand what the weekend is doing mainstream but they love mixtape weekend but then there's yeah. me i've never you know that's my scorpio that's our scorpio brother me and him share the same birthday so mm -hmm. i always feel like you know when he releases something he's talking to me you know like he's talking for me at some point at, mm. part, uh, at a point so think about it mixtape drake so far gone to come back compared to album drake who do you what is your preference damn no one's ever asked me this oh my god <laughs> um, oh, it's iconic. let's just be clear for sure, for sure. But I've it's I'm so far gone. Like I'll his hit mixtape Drake has probably a little more like is a little more responsible for like 
my influence. Okay. Um, if you're reading this, who's too late? Was that a mixtape or that was that an album? It kind of gave both. It gave both. Like that's so yeah. I'm like, that's one of my favorites. But this uh, is so fucking hard. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna make a decision. <laughs> I'm gonna make a decision and say album Drake. Okay. Because I, I have more con I have more content. I have more, I, I could think probably think of more content that I like. Like like bodies like take care is like really 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 good. His last project was really really good. So I'm probably gonna have to buckle down and say album Drake. Okay. So okay then. I, so take care or or nothing was the same. He's in deep thought, y'all. Oh shit! Oh, that's not fair. Um, <laughs> damn. Maybe I'll have to say take care. I was take hoping care, you would say take care. That was a era. Woo! That's a oh that and it's just so embedded, like in my brain. Like oh, I'll never forget, like the time and the place I was in life. Like just. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Take care, Drake. Oh my yeah. God, I should do an episode just based off of that Take Care era. I was like, you couldn't tell me. This shit. is crazy. You couldn't tell me crazy. shit at that time in my life. Yo, it's crazy. That was the year. Like, let me just sidetrack. That was the year four came out. Beyonce's mm -hmm. work. Take care. A that was twenty one out or did it? I don't know. Either way, it was in that era. Like it was. Just yeah whole year of like from 2010 to 2011 and I was just mm -hmm. like me I was fresh I came back from I graduated college like I was whoa when you shit. Like, you <laughs> I wish I can go back to that moment because I remember the I first that's right. hearing that anyways it's not about me so <laughs> moving on <sighs> hardcore by little Kim or Pink Friday by Nicki Minaj. Ooh. Both Hardcore. different eras, but such iconic debuts from two of the best. But Nicki is yeah. Nicki. Sure. Nicki is Nicki. Okay. And Kim is Kim, you know? Kim is Kim. I would have to say, only because of song choice, I would have to say hard because um, of album choices, I would say hardcore. Okay. Hardcore, in my opinion, was a little bit of a stronger debut. I the, from the iconic album cover, like it was just yeah, like is and then it's like song for song for song for song. Okay, so then this is I have one more, and I'm gonna jump into this one. After this one, I have one more. So, Channel Orange by Frank Ocean or Blonde by Frank Ocean. Uh, she's Louise. <laughs> Look, she's Louise. <laughs> yeah. Channel Orange. That was like, it, I literally, from my perspective, like, I can listen to, I listened to that whole album and I wrote a whole book. This is literally our, look, our other Scorpio brother. 
Frank is a Scorpio. No wonder why he gets it. Him, Drake, SZA, okay, because she's you guys are around the same. When is her birthday right before yours? Her, hers is like two days before mine, yeah. She gets it. You get it. You understand. Yeah. Okay, so my last yeah, orange. Okay. Sure. That's the icon. Blonde was fire though. Yeah, yeah. Blonde, Blonde was fire. It's, nothing it hits different. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nostalgic. Uh, like it just uh, you so, know. Okay. So my last one is retrograde. <laughs> I guess we'll tie in retrograde one and two. Versus, hmm. I'm gonna do a triple threat. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go WWE. Do a triple threat. <laughs> Retrograde part one and two versus Lover Boy versus mm. all of your untitled. Hmm. I would probably say retrograde. Reg, I would say, I would say retrograde. I feel like, which is kind of fire. I never really thought about it this way. I feel like it has just the amount of, like. Cause I feel like and no is this, I mean I no shade to myself, but like I feel like my mixtapes, my my bars tend a little bit because I don't know, it's a little more free thought and then it's yeah. a lot more like rap oriented. So like my bars hit a little harder on my mixtapes, but the like the mainstream like kind of like pop like appeal of like Lover Boy, I feel like Retrograde definitely has like a little bit of both those elements. Like it has like the the rap appeal, but also like the like the mainstream like kind of like you know. Like kind of musical, like pop aesthetic situation. Bonus, Mister Nintendo or niggas B. Ooh, ooh. Some people are probably gonna hate me, but niggas B. Yay! I win. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just outside of like, the, like not including the visual, like just based off the song. That just is based I off the song. That. Yeah, just strictly based niggas off the song, is. I would say it's, niggas it's B on repeat. Constantly, yeah. <laughs> young black and queer playlists, which Period. it's always it's curated every week. So, okay, so let's. I saved this for last. Thank you for playing that game. Yeah, I, I stumped them, y'all. I stumped Bambiana. I stumped the fancy boy. I was sh- shook it, shook it in my boots. Okay. Listen, I wasn't ready for those. So let's talk about. Your upcoming project and the lead. So, Fancy Boy is the lead. Ooh, wait, Lover Boy, Fancy. Okay, I had to get my boys mixed up. I had to make sure I had them. I know I got a lot of boys. Got Nancy <laughs> Boy, like we didn't even talk about. Yeah, we got a lot of boys. We got a lot of boys, but this is your new project <laughs> that is coming this year. Uh, yeah. It's Fall to Earth, correct? Yes. And Correct. Single Fancy Boy is the lead single of this yes, yes. project, which it has a visual. Look, look, hold on, hold on, look at me. Look, look. Uh. And I was just like, <laughs> I was watching the video. And I was like, 
<laughs> it was yeah, just like your video was cute, fun. The shoes, the boots, excuse me, the boots, the looks, <laughs> like the body was snatched, like everything, the color tone, like it was absolutely a dope video. And I hear you had some inspiration from an iconic film mm -hmm. behind mm -hmm. that video. So talk about the video. Then we go, I want to hear more about the project and all of all that. things. All the things. All the so the so yes, the fancy boy video, uh Grease is one of like my favorite movies like growing up. Like my mom always had it playing. It's like I just I do the fucking movie inside and out. Um our fancy boy had an original, like a little more of an expensive, like original concept, but obviously wasn't given budget. So I I think I was just watching the movie one day or I just stumbled upon like the idea one day of like making it me and we were talking about how to make it more simple or make it simple but effective. And I think the idea kind of just like sprouted um the like a like a little treatment, like a little or I tried to anyway, like a little fake treatment of like what it would look like. Um and I showed it to Vince. He thought the idea was fire. And it was Did you freeze? A little bit. Oh, there you go. What you're saying? So to continue telling us about the Fancy Boy video, the treatment. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so the um, it was an original idea that kind of got turned into something a little less like expensive because it's called Fancy Boy. So originally I wanted it to be like a little gaudy. Little glamour, um, little... a little glam, a little glamorous. Um, but I got inspired, like I said, Grease is one of like my favorite movies. Um, growing up, so I kind of got inspired to do the scene where, um, Rizzo and them are like making fun of her, like they had the little sleepover. Um, but like making it, you know, kind of cunty for the girls. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah, oh. so, so I kind of made a little small video treatment. I sent it over to Mark. He thought it was fire. He said he would help direct it. So we got him out here to Atlanta. The videographer. He's the videographer for Fancy Boy. Um, and he just did the video that um me and Dames are on that we have coming out for the mixtape. Uh I got in touch with him. He was excited about it. And it was kind of just we just went from there and kind of just like finessed it into like this really like fun, like kind of video. I found this pink room. In Atlanta, like this lady let me lease out on Airbnb. It was cute. We utilized that. Um, and really just decided to make it a vibe. I mean, Fancy Boy really is, and and Fips, like Fancy Boy isn't really just about like the gaudiness of it. It's really like a like a confidence booster song. Like really just feeling about feeling good about yourself. Yeah. Regardless of like, you know what I mean? Like a confidence booster song. So I really just wanted it to kind of be reflective of that. It was a beautiful video. Be fun. And again, giving you and your 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 boyfriend, y'all, Mark, uh, another kudos, like a team, okay, mm -hmm. a team. I love that. So that being the lead of this is this is his fall to earth. Well, is this a full length project? This is a full length project. So this is my your first, my first date. 
I would essentially say I want to say a debut. I want to say it's a debut. I want to say it's a debut album because I look at it like this. I've never released anything this solid and this long before. Okay. So, I mean, I'm. It's fair to say. I mean, you can call it an EP if you want, but I'm like, there's 17 fucking songs. So, oh wow, there's 17 songs. Like a 17 song project. The whole project. Like you're not cutting it. It is 17 songs. Fucking period. I'm excited. Okay, this is like a full because I feel like I like I said. I'm my attention is to focus on what I know people who enjoy what I do will want, and I haven't been able to give my audience that like a full body project that you can pick your favorite songs from and you've got enough to choose from. You know, so I'm really fucking excited to put it out. Like excited for you. I feel like it's my. I've gave myself so much time to like cultivate and practice and learn like my sound, my style, yeah. my brand. So I feel like this is my best reflection of what I can do as an artist, an artist. like so far. And Fancy Boy, uh, like I say, you like you said, is a is the first single. The second single will be out probably in the next month or so. Oh. Me and we, me and Mark, Mark shot the video for it already. It should, it should be done. You we working, work. You we work. are working. You have We're working in the pipeline, just ready. Working. I want the rollout to be nice and like I'm reformulating, like because I wanted to give it. I want to give it my all. Like I want to give this everything because I, I, I was so inspired during this time. This is also around the time like, of like COVID. And I just like birthed like this whole like realm and it turned into this project. And I'm just like, I'm at the point now we're like, we're like 75% done. So I had to, and I'm, and I'm trying to fine tune these things and finish recording. And I'm just really excited for it to be done, but also like respecting the process at the same time. Like Understood. it's going to get done when it's going to get done. That but, was my next question. And I hate that, you know, I hate to... I know. Well, you'll have it before is... the year is over. You'll have it before the year is over. Here. And so you'll you'll, have... you'll come back on the show. We'll be back and we'll get to hear all about it. Listen, hold on. This is how my brain works. Is it giving Scorpio season? It's giving... It definitely has, like, it definitely does have Scorpio season undertones to it. I feel like that's original. That's kind of what i'm aiming for like in terms of like release but i don't know it it's all contingent on like well unlike a lot of the, you know what i mean like certain certain elements that's my goal though period that's my goal that's my goal to give it give it because i feel like the musically i don't know you think about like summertime the music's a lot more like upbeat you think about the winter time you may get like some somber music yeah this project is is cool like I don't like that we use the word cool, but it's like smooth, a light a slight R and B undertone, but it's like you could still like have fun to it. Like that's why I'm like I feel like if I release it in the fall, it's like very ideal and it's very like reflective of kind of like me. You know what I mean? Like the music is cool as fuck. It's shit talky for sure. There's shit talky elements, but there's very like vulnerable moments i did say i tweeted like not too long ago i said i felt like i accidentally fell in my r&b bag because there's a good amount of like vocal on it like so i'm just kind of i'm presenting i'm presenting and it'll be on the next single you'll see it's like it's 
he I'm you know I'm in this little phase I'm in this very like I don't know what to call this phase I don't know what to call this particular phase but it's like very like it's not as you know I'm a lot of my imagery is like fan, has a fantasy undertone to it or like ethereal um kind of like you know with the wings and the red and the big yeah. red poof and the you know this for me is I feel like I'm a lot more vulnerable and a lot more like real so I feel like people will get to see that side of me I love and I feel like I want that to kind of be reflected into like the imagery as well like a lot more like real or like raw or just like because it's called his fall to earth so and that's like a whole backstory the from me like watching this there was this david bowie i'm it's like sidebar there's this david bowie movie that's how it's called the man who fell to earth came out in the 80s that's where the inspiration for the title came from and like we're like small like backstory he's this alien who comes out of space who comes from outer space to earth he tries to take water back to his family on like this planet right he ends up coming to earth ends up falling into like he gets rich by accident ends up like falling to like money and bitches and like power and he ends up like getting like stuck there and it's just like okay like it kind of sparked this idea like I feel like I'm telling my stories in these songs and they're coming from this place of like I'm not perfect but I want but I but I'm still like this human being you know what I mean or I'm still like yeah. this good person or it, it exemplifies like the different like aspects of that you know what I mean? Yes. Like what it's like to fall for, you know what I mean? Like the money or or falling for the wrong person or you know what I mean? Like different like little connotations. I'm excited. Know that I know we, I was rambling a little bit, but no, you're no, you're talking about your baby, your project. <laughs> you know, would it be honest to say I'm an artist, I'm sensitive about my shit. about my shit. And then okay, this is your this is your day. Yeah, yeah. Reintroduction. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> we can call, we can call it a debut. It's okay. given debut. Okay. Okay. We can call it a debut. We a give debut. a debut album. So again, I am stepping into my reporter bag real quick. <laughs> can we get a title of the next single? Or not the yet? The title of the next single? <laughs> it's called uh I'm so excited. It's called You Changed. Ah, I ran out loud exclusive. I don't know. Have you said it? Yeah. You haven't said it out on the timeline yet, have you? No, 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 no. Oh, we got a ran out loud exclusive. Yeah, absolutely. It's called You Change. And honestly, she should be rocking and rolling by April. Like, I still want to give my, I still, like I said, me and Dame have this music video coming out for the, uh, the Fuck Nigga Free to Go song. I'm really excited to put that out. That should be out, like, soon. And then, um... Yeah, we're gonna start working on it. We banging out this next single. Okay. It's definitely this one is for the this one is for the fuck boys. Like this is for this is for you know what I mean? This is for this is for my girls who wanna tell you it's like, you know, fuck you. Like stay where you at. <laughs> like I don't need you. I'll send it to my Libra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You gotta watch them Libras. They 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 a doozy. Yeah, yeah. I will them down every time I see something about a Libra come on the timeline. But anyways, <laughs> Bambiana, thank you uh, for this amazing conversation. Like we talked, like I feel like you are my friend, and you is my friend. 
you you is my friend and you is my friend you is my friend okay and know that <laughs> you have my full support on anything that you have done anything that you are involved in and everything that you will do um this platform is open all you got to do is reach out i will give you my number hit me all you got to do is reach out whenever yeah. you're ready and if, if we're on the same accord with Ryan out loud, because by whenever your new project comes out, I should be jumping into season six. Yeah. So, you know, let's coordinate. Let's do something again, because I want to talk, give you the platform to just talk about this, his fall to earth, because I am excited yeah. to see any excitement on your face. Like, I am excited. <laughs> like, I can't Thank you know, the pop top, put a video on the timeline, on my timeline, just to expose, like, I can't wait. Like, I'm excited. So my last question to you, and I end my podcast with this question. I want to know what advice, because what, how, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? How did you turn? Uh, I'll be 30 this year. You'll be 30. You're embarking on a whole new decade, a new era, a new phase in your life, and we can talk Ooh. about the 30s. I can give you a little insight later. <laughs> um, but what advice would you give to your younger self? To myself at a younger age. 19 I would say this. Old Bam Bambi is there, but we're talking. Yeah. Now, okay. For sure. For sure. It's going to sound a little harsh, but I was definitely start off by saying stop being so fucking scared. Hmm. Stop being so scary because <laughs> you you are you are in store for a lot of like really really fucking things that you probably never thought you would have done before but definitely like move courageously like move courageously like nobody is God is always going to be in your favor hmm. like always like even when shit is like down and you feeling out because I've definitely I mean we've all have our like trials and tribulations but like I've moved in fear especially as a gay black man most of my life has been like moved to an extent has been moved in fear you know mm -hmm. what I mean like plain and simple and so being that on top of like trying to be like an artist like an open artist there, like I said, there's a lot of like fear-based like things that come into play there that came into play in the beginning stages of it. Thank God for like support system and just having the balls and the gall to do it on my own. Like they got me to where I am, but I would definitely tell myself like, you don't have anything to be scared of. You don't have nobody to be scared of. You don't have anything to be scared of because like, like God is always in my favor. Like hmm. once I discovered that I'm like, I'm going to be chilling. Like, I got this shit under control. So that will probably be it. <laughs> I have, I'm, I love that. I'm speechless. I have a lot <laughs> You <day> literally. <laughs> all the time. And I have nothing. I, you, your words, that kind of, that just, that moved me a, 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 a little bit. A lot, actually. I'm, I'm, I love that. I'm happy it resonated. I felt I'm that. Happy I resonated. That might have been the best answer so far that I've asked. Oh, stop it. No, I'm dead ass. Dead ass. You guys, 
this is this conclude this is the end of Ryan Out Loud. This episode with Bambiana. The first I, of many. First of many. Okay. Would I um support him? Retweet, reshare, post to your stories, because Bambiana, aka the fancy boy, is it, okay? <laughs> is it. <laughs> Your lyrics, your music, your style—you have it. You are everything, and you—you're pretty sure about yourself. But I'm gonna say, don't ever let nobody tell you any motherfucking different. Period. Period. Don't, don't. We'll don't. You. Baby, on tell the listeners where they can find you on all socials, and I'm gonna post everything in this story. I'm in the description. I'm gonna post your link. To where they can find your music on SoundCloud, on on streaming platforms, all of that. But in the listeners, where they can find find you, um, primarily, you know, you could touch me, find me, uh, Bambiana official. Bambiana is B A M B I H A N N A. Um, same thing with Twitter, same thing with TikTok, um, YouTube, any streaming services. It's strictly just Bambiana. Just strictly Bambiana. <laughs> and yeah. be on the lookout for his upcoming single and the release of his full length de- debut project, his fall to earth coming in. I'm so excited hearing it like ex- from other people. I'm excited. <laughs> Just like it's happening. It's happening. And he will be uh, back yeah. on the show when that project is ready to be released. And oh, y'all yeah. remember. Black lives matter, black trans lives matter, black queer mm. lives matter. That will never ever change. And thank you for listening to this amazing episode, insightful episode of Ryan Out Loud. Peace. Peace.